I can't really think of anything better to hear said to me at the end of my life than what we hear in today's gospel to the faithful servant. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. If you recall last uh, Sunday, I challenged us to step up our game as Catholics, to take responsibility, personal responsibility, to know our faith and to practice our faith, to practice what the church teaches, persevering through the difficulty to the end. Well, I can't give an exhortation like that and not do my part. I can't be someone who doesn't practice what they preach. And so today, I want to draw your attention. Don't worry about pulling it out right now, but in the bulletin you will see today that I've made a revision to the weekly liturgy schedule with changes that will take effect this Advent beginning on December 3rd. Um, Just for now, uh, suffice it to say that there will be more confession times available throughout the week, hopefully at more convenient times for everyone. The daily Mass times during the week are also changing to uh, accommodate a wider demographic in our parish. But perhaps the most dramatic change um, I'm aiming to implement beginning this Advent is in the time devoted to Eucharistic adoration. And it's that last change that I'd like to focus in on today, as it's probably the one that most of us are least familiar with. But before jumping into Eucharistic adoration and what that entails, I want to start with a word about the Eucharist itself. As Catholics, we believe Christ to be who he says he is, namely the Son of God. We believe that he not only speaks truth, but that he is truth. And so when Jesus says, my flesh is real food, And my blood is real drink. And further, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. We know, as Catholics, by faith, through hearing the church's preaching and teaching on this, that this is not only true, but Jesus has the power to work this miracle. Because he is who he says he is. He is the Son of God. At Cana, at the wedding feast, he turned water into wine. He turned one thing into another thing. So he can just as easily change wine into blood and mere bread into his body. And when Jesus fed the 5,000, at the hands or through the hands of his apostles, he prefigured how he would feed the whole church with the bread of life through the hands of his priests in the sacred liturgy. 
Our Eucharistic faith as Catholics is based on our belief that Christ is God and that he speaks the truth. We believe that Jesus is present in the Blessed Sacrament because he said so. He said, this is my body. This is my blood. And for us who call ourselves Christians, lovers of Christ, the natural response to the doctrine of the Eucharist is, of course, to go where the Eucharist is. And that's first and foremost in the Holy Mass, which is an obligation for all Catholics on Sundays and Holy Days. But as all you married couples know, I think, anyone who's out here is, is married, you know that love has to go beyond obligation. Or else it's a mere duty. It's not love, really. Love is sacrificial. And here, this is where I want to pivot. This is where I want us to approach the, the notion of Eucharistic adoration. If we love Jesus, and if, if Jesus is truly present in the Eucharist, the same Jesus who was raised by Mary and Joseph, who walked on water, who healed Bartimaeus, raised the dead, cleansed lepers, and eventually suffered and died for love of us, if that same Jesus abides with us in every tabernacle, of every Catholic church, or even better yet, in every monstrance, that vessel, that sacred vessel, which is used in, in adoration to display the Eucharist to us, so we can gaze upon him. Hence the term, and adore him, of course, hence the term adoration, because we gaze and adore Jesus. If that Jesus is present in every tabernacle and every monstrance, then the natural response should also be to go and spend time with Jesus there. To spend time with Him. Just to be with Him. The Catechism of the Catholic Church says, quote, to visit the Blessed Sacrament. To visit is, quote, a proof of gratitude an expression of love and a duty of adoration toward Christ the Lord. End quote. You know, but someone may say, you know, but I, I come to Mass every Sunday and, and I receive the Eucharist regularly in a state of grace. Why, why should I also come to this adoration thing where I just get to look at the Eucharist? Now, I will grant that worthy reception of the Blessed Sacrament in, in the Mass is the summit of our lives as Christians. And that participation in the Mass, that culmination in, in reception of the Eucharist, should flow out and saturate our entire lives. But in Eucharistic adoration, it's so much more than just looking at the Eucharist. In adoration, we, we actually prolong and intensify 
our union with Christ in the Mass. Not only that, but it prepares us. It, something changes in us when, with time spent in adoration. It, it disposes us for a deeper communion with Jesus when we come to Mass. In the Mass, every one of us who receives the Eucharist receives the same Christ, truly present, body, blood, soul, and divinity, in Holy Communion. But let me be clear, we don't all receive the same benefit from our Holy Communions. The more that we actively love the Blessed Sacrament, the more we will be transformed by Christ. The more that we become transformed and, and ultimately become saints. It's the same, think of it this way too, it's the same in the first part of the Mass, the part that we're in now, the Liturgy of the Word. Mass is comprised of two parts, the Liturgy of the Word and the Liturgy of the Eucharist. We all hear the same scriptures during the Mass. We all hear God speaking to us um, as the Word is proclaimed, but we don't all receive understanding of it to the same degree. Right? It makes sense that those who love Scripture, who spend time outside of Mass meditating on Scripture, praying with Scripture, devoutly reading Scripture, will reap greater spiritual benefits from hearing the Word of God during Mass. Now, I'll, I'll speak more. Um, there's so much more. To, this is only scratching the surface. There's so much more to say. And I'll speak more about um, the importance of adoration next week as well. And uh, I'll, I'll try to address some obstacles that we can face when we're just starting out um, in adoration. But for now, at least we can begin. We can begin to ponder the, um, the importance of this type of prayer, uh, the, the importance of making this type of investment of our, our talents, which in this case um, is really our time. An investment of our time is, is it's a sign of our love. And hopefully I, I pray that faithful in these small matters, we might come to share more fully in the joy of our Lord.